Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the show. My name is Aspen Meineke. I'm an engineer turned STEM educator, public speaker, and science communication coach. I created the Science Communication Made Easy podcast to not just talk about science communication, but actually give you these simple step-by-step strategies to help you, whether you're looking to get started or wanting to level up your communication skills. So if you want my secrets on all things content creation, public speaking, confidence, how to beat burnout and fight imposter syndrome, this is the place for you. It's time to find your voice and share your story. So let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode one of the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. My name is Aspen. I will be your host. Um, This has been a project I've been wanting to work on for quite a while, and I cannot believe it is finally here. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about three ways that science communicators can navigate uncertainty during the coronavirus. So right now, we are all going through something that no one alive has ever been through, ever experienced, and especially something that the science and STEM community has never gone through. So as a STEM educator and science communicator, I always would encourage my students and my followers to keep up with recent news in science, and now it's on the front page of every news outlet, and you can't scroll through Facebook without seeing a post about coronavirus, and it's consuming our lives in a very real and very scary way. And it's one thing when you are talking about science as an experiment that is theoretical, contained in a lab, and it's another thing when it's actually affecting real lives and real people in all sorts of different ways. So my first tip is to have empathy. So empathy now is more important than ever. The uncertainty in the world right now can be exhausting physically and mentally, and you don't know what someone is dealing with. And right now, everybody is doing the best that they can when dealing with the coronavirus. And it's difficult when things like the coronavirus are changing so fast and in such real time that one day a study might show one thing, but the next day or two it might have been proven wrong by a completely different study. So if someone is coming from a place of misinformation because they just don't know what information is right or wrong, Instead of commenting and saying, I don't understand why you think this is, or if you think this, you're an idiot, you can approach it from a place of, you know, I get why you might think this, or I get it a lot. Misinformation is going around, and it's kind of hard to tell what's real and what's not. And then redirect them and say, hey, here's a resource that really helped me, or here's a resource from blank that lays it out really clearly. Behind that username is a heartbeat and a real person. Science communication is a conversation between two people, not a lecture. It is not your job as a science communicator to change someone's mind. It is your job to give your audience high quality factual information, and then it is up to your audience on what they do with that information. But low key, if you haven't already, please, please stay at home. All right, for my second tip, So if you are wanting to create science communication content right now, this is a good time to do so since everyone is at home. It is your job as a science communicator to talk about science and STEM topics. However, it is just as much your job to know when it is not your place to talk on a subject. A good science communicator communicates. A great science communicator knows when not to. As a science communicator, 
It's okay to not have all the answers. That doesn't make you any less of a science communicator or less knowledgeable. I think it actually shows that you are more knowledgeable when you have the self-awareness to know when it is not your place to speak on a subject. Listening is just as an important tool in science communication as talking is. I personally have not produced any coronavirus content because I am not an expert in that field. My background is in mechanical engineering and robotics. I am not in the medical field. I do not work in a place that is treating coronavirus patients. I do not work in infectious diseases. I have not done hours of research on the subject. So instead of producing content, they may include some false information just because I'm not an expert in that area or not doing anything at all. The plan of attack I've been using is liking and sharing content from organizations and people that I trust to talk on that subject that my audience can look to. And that's the beautiful thing about science communication. It's that we are part of a community and that there are all different types of science communicators with backgrounds from infectious diseases like the coronavirus to astrophysics, structural design, and robotics. And you can bet my bottom dollar that if I have an issue with any of those areas, I'm going to be going to the people who are experts in that area. And we should be okay turning to those people who are just one Instagram or Twitter DM away. So the bottom line is, as a science communicator, do not feel pressured to feel like you have to know everything. And instead, feel free to pass the mic on to another person in the STEM community. All right, on to the last and final tip, which is to pivot, don't pause. All right, that could be low-key. That's my number one hit single. But really, if you are wanting to create content right now, do it. And if you can't normally make the content that you do, be creative and find a way. Since everyone is at home right now, this is the perfect time to take advantage of the 99.9% of the world being on their phones now more than ever. And especially with all of the misinformation going around, people are unsure of who to turn to and who to trust, and people are starting to understand the value of science communicators and the value of going straight to the actual experts for answers. So this is the perfect time to make your mark as an expert and a leader in your field online. But on a side note, if you do not want to create content right now and you want to take a break and deal with whatever is going on in your life, that's okay too. If you need to take time for yourself or your family, do it. It's easy to give into the pressure to crank out content like a machine, but we are not machines. You are not a robot and you need time to take care of yourself. So make sure that you're doing that during this time when there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of um, stress and unknown pressures that we aren't normally dealing with. But If you are wanting to create content right now, here are some creative ideas. So science communication is not about where you are. It's all about who you are, what you know, and the story that you have to tell. So you don't need to be in your place of work to make science communication content or to be a science communicator. So a way that you can make an impact right now, right here, today is to start making educational videos for K through 12. So right now, most students are not in school and they're at home. 
And I know a lot of parents are looking for content to help supplement what their students would normal, what their kids would normally learn in school. And so use this time to create, you know, YouTube videos, or it can be as simple as creating a 60 second Instagram or IGTV video. It does not have to be fancy. What matters is the content that you are putting in those videos, okay? You could have the most beautiful YouTube setup with all the fancy tools and equipment, but if it doesn't have the content, then no one's gonna watch it. So make sure that your content is top notch and people will come. The followers will listen to your videos. Number two is to learn a new skill or create an ebook or webinar of a skill that you can teach someone else. So if there's something that you are really good at in the field that you're in, use this time right now that as downtime, you're spending a lot of extra time at home to create that content. Or if you're wanting to learn a new skill like science communication, make sure to message me on Instagram to be on my wait list for my five steps to SciComm success course. My Instagram is ASP engineer, which are the words Aspen and engineer combined, if you were wondering. All right, um, number three is 3D print masks for the medical community. So if you have a 3D printer at home, this is a great opportunity for you to make an impact in your local community. So right now, doctors, nurses, and any hospital workers are lacking in PPE, which is personal protective equipment. And so you can use your 3D printer to 3D print um, face masks for the community at home. Um, I would look at your community to see if they've already done any of these efforts and started. If not, you can start it in your own community. I will put a link to the STL 3D printing file in the show notes below um, so you can get started if you have a 3D printer. And then number four is um, to freelance. And so websites like Upwork have people that are looking for STEM consultants. So some people want an engineer to help consult on the new product that they're developing. Some people need someone to help them with a 3D modeling file. And so if you're in the computer science engineering realms, this is a really great opportunity for you to make a little bit of money on the side. I've seen these jobs um, pay you up to $5 to like $1,000. So as you can see, there are a lot of different ways to do science communication. It doesn't just have to be an Instagram post or a blog post. To me, science communication is as long as you are engaging with your ideal audience and providing value to somebody else about your field of expertise. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope it gave you some sort of clarity or direction on how to navigate this difficult time. Um, If you're listening and enjoyed this episode, please screenshot this and tag me on Instagram at ASPEngineer and use hashtag science communication made easy. Also, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to tell me what you loved most about this episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to be alerted when I post new episodes every week. Also, I have a free online community for women in science communication, where we network, motivate each other, and send tips on tricks on how to up-level your science communication. If this is something you're interested in, I will have a link in the show notes. And you can also search Women in Science Communication on Facebook. Just request to be added to the group. Thanks for listening, and I will see y'all next week.